at dark black one at dark black one on twitter coming with another podcast for today i tried to post a podcast earlier and it didn't work for some reason it just for whatever reason went straight to i don't know um You know what I've been recognizing about this this whole online stuff, man. Especially being a black person. Nowadays, Sean King is very he's inf- he's known for this. But his thing is kind of putting out this uh tragedy porn. And I know you say, "What the fuck is tragedy porn?" But tragedy porn is pretty much these videos that go viral where it shows uh, some kind of victim being abused either the aftermath or the whole video showing what happened beforehand what manifested and it's just a bunch of these videos where black people are getting mistreated but but uh, tragedy porn just isn't black people this is throughout the entire globe where you'll see a viral video of like an 85 year old person getting beat up just really extreme stuff so I see this a lot on the internet man and it seems to be the same thing man everybody's clout chasing I'm not really chasing clout by doing this podcast whoever listens listens I don't know who listens. I just make the podcast. I say what I feel. Whoever it reaches, it reaches. Um, hopefully, it reaches uh, black people descending the slaves. If not, and there's other people who listen, that's fine too. The uh, reason I say that is because I think black people are the most confused when it comes to racism and other groups they tend to understand the system of white supremacy a lot better than we do. Uh, It's a lot of tricks and games that they play. But I'll stay on topic about the tragedy porn. And there there just seems to be this thing where everybody's just trying to get likes, retweets. Um, It's not really about doing any action. It's not about... um, really doing anything constructive I can't really say that about Sean King even though I don't like him even though I feel like he may be an agent I can't say that he doesn't um, do any kind of constructive work outside of social media even though he does post a lot of tragedy porn but um, I don't know man you know, I see these stories every day. It's a brand new story of a black person getting mistreated or harmed. Every day, I see the same tricks being played on black people. Um, the media, they pick and choose the things that black people are going to be outraged about. And usually, the black people get upset and outraged about it and they lose focus of you know what 
serious problems exist. Like, for instance, right now, Nicki Minaj is going around and she's talking about uh, this other guy named Travis Scott who's part of a tragic arrangement with uh, Kylie Jenner. And, uh, you know, she's going on her little radio show on Apple TV or Apple One Radio. And she's over here just trashing this guy. You know, it's, it's obviously for publicity so people can i guess get you know it's a way of getting organic attention uh so that's her way of getting some kind of controversy so she can kind of get some attention and get some albums uh being sold but ultimately man that's what we're focused on we're focused on madonna botching a commemoration to Aretha Franklin by doing what white people do, kind of centering themselves of at everything. <laughs> you can be talking about Aretha Franklin and they'll talk about, oh, well, you know, Aretha Franklin really inspired me because uh, nobody thought that a skinny white girl could, could make it and, and really be the queen of what I do. So it's like, um, if you know how white people are, it's just what they do. They like to center themselves around the conversation of anything anything you talk about they like to be the center of the conversation uh this is why they don't like speaking about racism because uh that attention gets taken off of them and uh it gets it it, it often turns into a thing where they start feeling guilty and they start getting real fragile and oh why does everything have to be about race um Hey, because that's, I mean, America made it this way. I, I didn't choose to have sundown towns. I didn't choose to uh, have discriminatory practices where uh, blacks are being uh, mistreated and not respected uh, by the letter of the law or to the letter of the law. So it's, it's, I don't know, man. You know, I look at this stuff and it just, it feels like, a big popularity, big popularity contest. Everybody's performative. They're trying to, uh, you know, everybody's trying to be on this anti-Trump train. Um, everybody's just wasting time, man. Not really focusing on serious issues that need to be addressed. It's all about, hey, let me put out this video of a black person getting their ass kicked being stomped out by white supremacists and you know on one end it gets so frustrating man sometimes being a conscious person like on one end you have guys who are super duper coons super duper coons what I'm talking about is um, people who just don't believe in a system of racism at all. They're brainwashed. They're not, they're never coming out of it because being in a slumber is more comfortable than kind of facing the truth. Then you have conscious coons. It's like so many conscious coons. You have co conscious coon is someone like what you see on essence and what you see celebrities do like celebrity, um, celebrities making political endorsements doing things that they're not really knowledgeable of but they're doing things because 
maybe it's, it's trendy or they got a PR person, a public relations type of person that's kind of instructing them on what to do. And they're not really making wise decisions on the thing as far as like black consciousness, putting black first. So a lot of times you'll see uh, this type of rhetoric in, in the essence in the Ebony magazines, TV One, uh, Michael Eric Dyson. He's one of these guys that, is, that comes off as very intelligent, uh, but he's like a, a, a white liberal shill. Uh, he doesn't do anything that will offend white liberals. He's very careful on what he says, but he tries to come off like he's a super wokeity woke pro black. It's kind of like the Nahasi Coates thing, where he's a white liberal whisperer. He makes sure that uh, he says things that kind of enlighten white people, like ask a Negro, educate, educate uh, white folks. That's how we end racism, because white people don't know anything about racism. Um, you see this going on. Then you have, uh, I would say a step under that would be Shea Butters, the Shea Butter feminists, who kind of are just on some man-hating shit. They're just on some, we hate all men and men are the number one cause of, of black women death and uh, all of these unsubstantiated numbers that haven't been vetted by actual, uh, you know, st actual true data. And these are like statistics being pulled from one thing where they're conflating percentages with actual, uh, you know, the actual deaths or the actual abuse numbers. And it's just, I mean, it's just, just a fucking mess, man. So you have a lot of these black guys who kind of pander to the, to the feminists. Um, you see that kind of going on where they're kind of kissing the feminist ass. Then I say after them, you kind of have these coons called, um, uh, Foteps. I really won't call them hoteps because uh, hotep is a, is a it mean it's a peaceful meaning. It doesn't mean uh, the way that it's been the way that the connotation is now. And these guys are basically conservative coons. These are guys who are no different from Larry Elder or uh, Ben Carson or and they what they try to do is throw in an African dashiki, but talk like uh, Sean Hannity or Bill O'Reilly and, and blame the blacks for everything and say um, they kind of had a battered wife thing where they're just speaking about black people like we are our worst uh, enemies, we're our own worst problems so it's just it's a bunch of nonsense man, you know to be honest it's just a bunch of nonsense It's uh, these guys are like a cancer to the, to the conscious community, they they uh they're very anti-black and they they click up with the alt-right and then i would say after that you would have i won't say i won't call these people coons so i, I would just say that's that's as far as um uh, the coons go then on another spectrum you have people who are who kind of have this go back to africa thing where you know um black people who are in america uh, descendants, of, descendants of slaves. We don't. We shouldn't identify with America, and we should call ourselves African. And 
we need to kind of be on a thing where we have a global African agenda and everybody needs to be on code to uh, defeat the system of white supremacy. So eventually we can go back to Africa and we can resettle and we can rebuild with different people from Africa. But uh, it's more so a thing where everybody's trying to, to, um, you know, go back to African language, go back to African traditions, African spirituality. It's a whole list of things. And, you know, it, it sounds good. It sounds good initially. But, and my thing is, we need to be black first, no matter where we are. But the problem with Pan-Africanism is that a lot of people who come from Africa were continental Africans. And that, and those continental Africans, they spread throughout the entire globe. What happens is, because Africanness isn't just confined to just the continent. Africanness is throughout the entire globe. So, um... The problem is, it's a lot of coons who are into the pan, not not coons that are in the pan African, but um, coons who are from the continent that come to different parts of the globe, and they have these uh, they have these attitudes or they have these beliefs and ideas about African American people to where they're very disrespectful and they're not respectful for all of the things that the Black Americans fought for, to where when they come to this country. Uh, they are afforded certain rights by by you know having immigrant rights, having a lot of the civil rights and things that the ancestors who are from who are Black Americans that that were descendants of slaves that fought during the fifties, sixties, who fought for like immigrant immigrant rights and fought for a lot of things, civil rights. They come over here and they think that they're better than Black people. They want nothing to do with Black Americans. They call us Akatas and that's in place because of the system of white supremacy when they come over here they're kind of trained and taught that hey you don't really want to associate with black americans you don't want to be uh anything like them and, and it goes right back to the tragedy porn because all that you see when you look at black americans from a different continent and different parts of the world is you see tragedy porn and you also see uh caricatures of black people like uh, love and hip hop, New York. You see shit like uh, basketball wives. These are things that these are things that kind of give people a a misrepresentation of African American. I guess you want to call it culture, but culture isn't what something we really have because culture is something that you do, and we're all across the board. So I don't believe that African Americans really have a culture. Uh, we have created cultures, but collectively, a culture is what you do. That is something that you do. And, um, you know, like I said, um, the Pan-African thing is, is pretty good. But in theory, they're just saying that you have to kind of be anti-American. And that's something I, I mean, I understand the history of America. I know how racist it is, but you can't really... Uh, strip away all of the things that black Americans have done throughout this entire history. And if you're not like really, if you're, if your Pan-Africanist isn't, um, if your Pan-Africanism isn't like uh, centering black Americans at the, at the, 
at the struggle or, you know, it has nothing to do with uh, black Americans, then it's it's kind of to me something I'm not really interested in because we need it. We need to have a black first agenda. And the thing is, um, black Americans are always in the forefront. We're always taking the lead when it comes to fighting for justice. Nobody in Africa is coming over to America to kind of fight for us. And despite all the tragedy porn that you see, nobody in Africa is flying over to America and trying to make amends for whatever, uh, you know, whatever may have happened. You know, um, the whole thing about going over to Africa and getting dual citizenship, there's a lot of red tape around that. People aren't really sure how to you got to kind of know people, kind of speak to people around there and kind of work your way into getting that dual citizenship. But. Like I said, man, um, I think we're we're as lost as we've ever been. And the whole thing now, especially with social media, is tragedy porn and trying to get uh, likes and retweets. And as far as the work and being on cold, uh, it's not about that anymore, man. I just don't know. I just don't know what's what. And, uh, you know, that concludes my show.